0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome back to episode 51 of the Ancient World podcast. So In this episode, we will talk about uh, the ages of man in the Greek mythology. So, this will be a bit of uh, an overview to sort out all the different stories and uh, the sequence of different eras in the mythology of the Greeks. And this is from uh, Hesiod, and he divides it into five different eras. And he introduces this part in the Theogony where he says, Or if you will, I will sum you up another tale well and skillfully. And do you lay it upon your heart how the gods and mortal men sprang from one source? So it starts with um, the age of the Titans. If you remember from the creation myth? You have a chaos, out of chaos emerges Gaia. And then she creates Uranus, and they have many kids among those, the Titans. So the Titans then start the era, the Golden Age. Uh, so this is a it's kind of a paradise-ish uh, feeling to it. You have eternal spring, then you have no seasons, eternal spring. And uh, people are very happy, both the gods and the mortals are happy. And uh, when they eventually die, they have a description here. Um, so when they died, it was as though they were overcome with sleep. They had all good things. For the fruitful earth, and unforced, bear them fruit abundantly and without stint. They dwelt in ease and peace upon their lands, with many good things, rich in flocks and loved by the blessed gods. So this is the golden age. And then, remember also from the creation myth, when uh, Kronos, the titan who is ruling the mountain, when uh, Rhea hides the sixth baby, Zeus, and Zeus com- comes back, And they start a war against Titans, and then Kronos is driven out of the mountain, and then Zeus becomes the ruler. Then that starts the Silver Age. So this age is a little bit different, and it's a bit worse for the mortals. So they still have... they live for a hundred years. A child was brought up at his mother's side a hundred years an utter simpleton playing childishly in his own home. But when they were full grown and were come to the full measure of their prime, they lived only a little time in sorrow because of their foolishness. For they could not keep from sinning and from wronging one another, nor would they serve the immortals, nor sacrifice on the holy altars of the blessed ones, as it is right for men to do wherever they dwell. So when Zeus sees this, From the Silver Age, the second era, Uh, he was angry and put them away because they would not give honor to the blessed gods who live on Olympus. So that is the second era. And then comes the third one, and this is even worse. So this is the Bronze Age, and Zeus is creating the mortals out of ash trees, but they are terrible and strong. They loved the lamentable works of Arras and deeds of violence. They ate no bread, but were hard of heart like adamant, fearful men. Great was their strength and unconquerable the arms which grew from their shoulders and their strong limbs. So then, when Zeus sees this in the Bronze Age, the third era is uh, the worst so far. He is furious, and then comes. The punishment, which is that he creates the great flood. So he wipes out the whole of humanity, all the mortals, through uh, the big deluge. And we'll get back to this part later, but this is then the Kallion. So Prometheus is warning one person, the Kallion, that there will be a big flood now because Zeus is angry. So the Kalion and his wife Pyrrha they build a chest, and then when the great flood is coming, those two survive on the uh, the chest during the, the, the flood. So that just destroys everything uh, for nine days. They stay on in this chest. So this is then the Noah story from the biblical biblical stories, so Old Testament, in the Greek mythology version. So uh, it's very. Parts of this is, it's very nice, uh, the descriptions in Ovid are, are very like, evocative and forceful. And they talk about how Zeus is uh, furious and that he wants to hurl his lightning bolts at the whole world. Uh, but then he, he wants to save that for later, so he, he doesn't want to burn down the world. So instead he he decides on a flood. So he shuts up the north winds um, let loose the south wind. Uh, he who flies with dripping wings has terrible aspect, shrouded in pitch black darkness. And then uh, you just get more and more rain and storms, and then also comes the floods from the from the oceans. So this is like a dramatic <laughs> event in the sequence of the ages after the third one. And then, when the fourth one comes, then it's finally a huge improvement. And then you get the era of the heroes. So this is the heroic age. And this era is when... So you have heroes and you have half-gods, demigods. And this era is where you have the the big epic stories from Homer, like the Iliad and the Odyssey. Those those stories are set in the heroic age. So this is the fourth one, and then you get a huge improvement. So... uh, that for a while, thank good. There's a godlike race of hero-men who are called demigods, the race before our own, throughout the boundless earth. Grim war and dread battle destroyed a part of them, some in the land of Cadmus at the seventh gate of Thebe, when they fought for the flocks of Oedipus, and some, when it had brought them in ships over the great sea gulf to Troy for rich haired Helen's sake, their death's end shrouded a part of them. So this is a, this is, this era creates stories and heroes and inspiration for centuries afterwards. And then when this era ends, you get the fifth one, which is the current times for Hesiod in 800 BC, and he calls that era the Iron Age. And this is then back to being a horrible time. So it's full of. Um, of violence. It's <laughs> it's very um, it's very dark the, <laughs> the way he describes his current times. Uh, the father will not agree with the children, nor the children with the father, nor the guest with his host, nor comrade with comrade, nor will the brother be there to brother. As for time, uh, men will dishonor their parents. Uh, they will not know the fear of the gods. And then it deteriorates, and then also. We have all the things there. Strength will be, strength will be right. So this is the, the, the might makes right concept that you have no justice anymore. It's just like power. Strength will be right. And reverence will cease to be and the wicked will hurt the worthy man, speaking false words against him and will swear an oath upon them. So, and then also Nemesis leaves the earth to just stay with the gods. And then you also you lose the divine justice and then there will be bitter sorrows <laughs> left for all the mortal men. There will be no hope against no help against the evil. So this is the this is how Hesiod ends the descriptions of uh, of the five Ages. Uh, one thing to notice is how they move from this more fairy tale like beginnings with the like the chaos and Gaia and so it's. um uh, it's like far away, imaginative fairy tale feeling to it, and then it gradually becomes more and more realistic, and ends up with the, with the current times for Hesiod. So um, that's the, the overview, the overall kind of structure of the stories and how they view time from the origins of the universe until their present times. And we'll get back to the to the, the flood later. More into that, and um, also now we have the framework to as a reference for, for also future myths and stories we're going to talk about. So I'm going to stop it there. And uh, thank you so much for listening, and hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm.